0: Welcome to another episode of Authentic Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Chad Wagner. Authentic Entrepreneur is about real people living their truth through entrepreneurship. My guest today is Brandon Wines. He's a product designer, and he's the lead developer on a very unique project. He's created a board game called Clutch, and it's based on street racing. I'm going to let Brandon tell you all about it. Brandon, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? It's going excellent, dude. I'm glad you had a little bit of time for us this morning. Absolutely. And uh, I'm actually really excited to get to know you and learn more about this game. It looks super interesting. So, I mean, uh, like right off the bat, if you could just kind of introduce yourself, maybe give us a snippet about what this game is. Sure. Um, well, my name is Brandon
1: Wines. Uh, I actually own a design firm, uh, Wines Design Products and Consulting. Uh, we do... Uh, product design and development and we've done a few kickstarter projects in the past and we uh, the thing that separates us from kind of the rest of the design house and and firms in the area is that uh, we spend a lot of time thinking about that end user Um, you know we think about emotional connection to products and and uh, you know how people interact and uh, so we've uh, always wanted to do just an in-house project and do something that we were passionate about, and uh, we're a good amount of the team that we um, had working on this are all um, part of the Southern California car culture, and uh, we said, you know, we uh, went to all these car shows, and we want something that we can do in the car show, and just to kind of pass time because we we spent a lot of time just sitting around, and uh, a, a game seemed like a logical thing to do, so. We put together this game, and we ran a bunch of uh, surveys, and and samples, and questionnaires, and got a bunch of feedback from people in the in the industry, and in the gaming industry, and we found out that this is a, a product that people really want, and that uh, doesn't really exist yet. So,
0: fantastic, man! Yeah, it sounds like you've already kind of done a little research to see if it was something worth doing. That's great.
1: Yeah, you know, it's, that's one of the things, you know, as as product designers, we, we spend a lot of time doing research and seeing what's worth developing and what's not worth developing because, you know, this, this project in particular took almost two years to do. So when you think about, you know, your time invested, you need to make sure you're confident
0: that it'll work. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, in fact, I went to your – um Instagram page also looked at some of your other projects looks super awesome. Um, did you go to school for design or tell me a little bit more about your background?
1: Yeah. So, um, wine design is, uh, is a, a group venture of me and my wife. Um, actually we, we met at school. So we both went to the art Institute of um, California, Orange County. Um, so we both have degrees in industrial design, which is essentially product design. And, um, so we met there and kind of uh, decided that, you know, design is, is what we want to do. And working for other people isn't necessarily the uh, easiest thing to do. When you know, design, to me, when you work for somebody and you work for a company, design really is the backbone of the company. It's, it's, it's what moves everything forward. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of business people don't think that, so... so we uh we decided that we were going to do our own thing and and uh we've been officially founded since uh january of 2016 but i've been doing this since like early 2008 so it's been uh it's been a long road
0: (laughs) definitely that's awesome what brought you guys to utah Uh, my wife actually grew up here Uh, she has a lot of family here um so
1: it was really a kind of a a no-brainer on you know, where we were going to go, we we kind of were debating, with you know, you're in Texas, we were talking about Texas for a while, and we were talking about, um, you know, Arizona, Nevada, some different areas, you know, close to California, but not California. <laughs>
0: right.
1: And, uh, you know, Utah just made a lot of sense, and the, the startup industry is huge here, so it's, um, that's one of our, our, uh, you know, necessities for our business is, is having a startup and having those people around that need our services. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, Utah's got a great culture for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Silicon Slopes is what they call it. It's, it's <laughs> uh, pretty crazy. Awesome, dude. Oh, tell me, so you've got a lot of projects kind of under your belt. Let's talk about the game specifically and how that developed. Just kind of go into some more detail about it. And Sure. Um,
1: like I said, uh, you know, we spend a lot of time. Um, I have, I have a, uh, 2012 Fiat 500 that, that we've extensively modified. I mean, it's, it's, there's nothing on it that hasn't been touched. And, you know, we went to a ton of car shows in SoCal and, you know, we're pretty deep into the the culture of the, you know, the mod scene, the show scene. Um, and it was just one of those things that kind of came out of necessity, you know, you're sitting at a car show you roll in at nine o'clock and like judging it and start till four, you, know, you just park your car and you're kind of sitting around for several hours and doing nothing. Right. So it was one of those things like just I don't want to sit here and be on my phone or, you know, you're, you're just kind of walking in the same circle around the show a bunch of times and it's just, you know, gets old. So um, after doing that for a year, we were like, we need to do something that's just makes it easy and, um you know really grasp the nature of the scene so there's there's um like five or six automotive themed games um kind of on the market that you know t- tabletop games that aren't video games um and none of them really grasp um you know that the feel and the the emotion behind this um you know automotive underground kind of scene mm
0: mm-hmm
1: and so we wanted to do something that was really special and like kind of a nod towards those guys. And, you know, they're really great people and they're um, you know, they they spend a lot of time and money on these projects and we wanted to kind of highlight that and to share that with the rest of the world. Yes.
0: They're passionate about their, their cars. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, just in my car, which is not even really that big a deal. They, uh, You know, we have hundreds and hundreds of hours of of time working on it and modifying and making custom pieces. And, you know, it's people spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on these sometimes.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I look back at like the Fast and the Furious, uh, the first one that came out and that really sparked a huge movement. Yeah, and
1: even before then, I mean, I have some friends that have been in the industry for, you know, 30 years, and they um, the mod scene has always been really, really big, but it it wasn't really until that movie came out that it sparked and kind of, you know, exploded, and everyone wanted to be
0: part of it, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, you brought up, you know, emotion, and when you play games, uh, I'll, I'll give you an example, so. My wife recently bought like a board game for us, and I was like, "What's this for?" (laughs) You know, because we're so used to looking at our phones. We want to play a game; it's right there. Um, But what it was good for was getting us to sit down together Mm -hmm. and really focus on each other and the game, um, and nothing else. Right. And it really worked. You know, that night we sat there, we played a few rounds, and it was like. The competition came out, and it and it brought that emotion, and and at the same time cut away the distractions that we're also caught up in. So, board games is actually a pretty awesome tool for that, and I think that's partly why I'm intrigued with your what you're doing.
1: Yeah, and I think you know the other thing is, you know, as a as a business uh, person, you know, you're looking for opportunity. Um, you know, board games right now, I mean cards against humanity um you know what do you mean you know all these all you know all these different games that are coming out and everyone's just jumping on the bandwagon um you know board games and card games in particular are really taking off and and doing some really amazing things so we felt it was a good time to kind of get into it and do something that uh you know people can jump on and and uh, be a part of
0: yeah definitely Yeah, I can picture, I can definitely picture, you know, showing up at the show and you're talking with your buddies at the same time, you can have a little game going on. How many players can play this at once? So, uh, you're required to have at least two people, so you can't play by yourself, unfortunately, but
1: um, it kind of brings the competition out, and uh, we provide up to six players. Um, In the future, we'll do like little expansion packs and stuff like that, so you can play with more people and and uh you know get get the whole crew involved but um you know right now it's just we're we're limiting two to six players and um it 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 takes quite a while to finish the game it's a good it's a good time waster
0: (laughs) right that's awesome were you uh into gaming a lot back growing up uh card games or or even video games
1: um yeah i played i mean i'm uh I'm a 90s kid, so I played all those, you know, the quintessential uh, Need for Speed Underground and all those good video games that came out, you know, automotive-themed. And, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was one of those things that kind of sparked my interest in cars. And then I've been on a race team since I was 11, so it's kind of built into me for the car thing. And then games is always, you know, my family is really big on, on uh, card games, um kind of like poker games and stuff like that so it's always been something that you know the family gets together and we all play a game and you know um it's kind of moved on like you know my my personal life now um you know even like my wife and her family big big on games we play games all the time so it, it kind of felt pretty natural to move into the game industry
0: gotcha yeah that's super cool yeah one of the things games that i like to play is uh is the Texas Hold'em, you know, poker. Just It's so cool because, again, it takes your mind off of everything else, and when you're playing that, you're just consumed by it.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those games. You know, know, my wife, um, you know, she had never played poker before, and for one of my dad's – like, I think my dad's 50th birthday, we did a a Texas Hold'em, you know, night, and she ended up winning the whole pot and the whole thing. (laughs) It's pretty funny, so – yeah, it's it's a good one.
0: Give uh give us listeners since I'm gonna post some, some photos when we launch this podcast, but for someone listening, let's explain the game just a little bit and, and maybe how it's played. Sure. Um so the first thing is um
1: we like I said, we wanted to capture that underground, that got show scene. So all of the people that are all of the cars that are in the game, there's twenty four cars, um, they've all been submitted Um, from around the world through our online portal. So they're actually cars built by people around the world and they submitted their their photographs of their cars and uh, we picked the best 24 and put them in the game. So it's, um, you know, another way to nod towards those people that, that, you know, put a lot of work and effort into their car and we wanted to showcase them. Yeah. And uh, so essentially you start out with a, uh, we call it a stage one vehicle. Um, These are like... Um, the, the Fiats, the the um, uh, Subaru, F, you know, BRZ, the FRS, the, um, you know, just, just you know, low horsepower cars that, you know, are, are kind of like the entry entry level into these yeah. scenes. So um, you, you start with one of those and um, you're, you're essentially gathering cards from the center of the table. Um, so every time you go around, you draw a card and you are building uh, excuse me, you're building the deck in your hand in order to beat your opponent when a race comes. So um, what we have is a single draw deck and in the deck is a variety of different cards. I mean, we have race cards, which are like, you know, the one everyone wants to get. Um, we have upgrades. So each, there's four stages of cars and there's four stages of upgrades. So you can upgrade your car depending on which level you're at and uh we have cash cards and uh sabotage and boost cards which are really fun <laughs> and um we have a you know a couple garage upgrades and stuff like that so uh essentially what you're doing is you're drawing you know around until you somebody draws a race card okay. um when someone draws a race card it tells you on the card who you're going to you know who you're racing you know person to your left or the person to your right or across from you or someone you choose or you know, something along those lines. Got it. And uh, what it does is it, it kind of, depending on which card you get, it, you know, it can benefit you or you can hurt you. And um, so you're racing, you know, head to head. So each car has a horsepower and reliability. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as you build upgrades, you know, those those numbers go up and down and you can, uh, you know, get better than your opponents and all that kind of stuff. And so when you race, it's essentially just horsepower against horsepower. Uh, but that's where your boost and your sabotage cards come in, into play and you can, it. uh, yeah, it's,
0: I mean, boost and sabotage, are like kind of like the backbone of the game for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're going head to head with the guy next to you and you, you've got certain car, but then you can boost it or sabotage his car. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and in
1: addition to your upgrades, so like you can put a race engine in your car or, you know, upgrade the suspension and they kind of just, you know, boost your car a little bit more than the next guy yeah and uh it's just luck of the draw as you go around and you're building your car up and in 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 that time you're gathering you know what we call cash cards and you can save up your cash cards and then buy a better car faster car and um you know upgrade that one and move through the game um and essentially what you're doing is at the end of the game you know we set up a, a little grid or a graph of, um, you know, how many races you're going to play to. So um, at the beginning of the game, you're going to decide, okay, I want to play to five races. You know, let's just hypothetically say, you know, you go around the table and whoever wins five races is the winner of the game. And so kind of, you can kind of control how long you play the game by how many races you play. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like I usually play have four or five and you have four people and um, you know, we go around and you're battling and you just keep the race cards as you win them and um, you know, keep track and you say, okay, the fifth person to win, you know, or you know, fifth race you win is, is the winner of the game. And um, that's kind of where a lot of people start sabotaging and it gets a little, <laughs> a little, you know, heated and it's pretty good. It's fun.
0: That sounds really fun, dude. I'm going to check it out. So, taking an idea and launching it it's it's uh to me that's the purest form of entrepreneurship and it can be scary you know um sounds like you've probably been through the process a few times but can you tell us a little bit about that process of taking an idea and you know storyboarding it and launching it maybe what are some of the elements sure um yeah, I mean, I, I've been in this industry for a long time,
1: you know, just the, the product design industry. So we've done a few kickstarters before, not personally, but with with different companies, and and uh, some are successful and some aren't, and it's just kind of one of those things that um, you do your research first and be confident in your in your um, you know ability to do something that's that's truly special and that people will get behind. Um, the the way we started was. Um, we did just like a survey monkey kind of thing and we, we put together this list of like a hundred different combinations of, you know, a board game or a card game or a deck building game or, you know, you know, X, Y, Z, um, you know, just game plays and then, you know, different themes. So it's like, you know, uh, you know, ocean themed or car themed or, you know, a hundred different themes. mm uh-huh. And, um, you know, several different, like, assets, um, you know, uh, playboards or dice or, you know, different things. And so what we did is we just sent that out to, like, 300 people. And um, we just sent it out and got, you know, several responses uh, back. And overwhelming for us, it was, like, somebody wants a deck-building car game that has dice, you know, it was like, just very like super cut and dry, like overwhelming (laughs) this one thing. And, um, you know, we did a lot of research, you know, about what was on the market and what what kind of work. And it was just, it it just made a lot of sense to do that. And uh, that's, that's really like the backbone of everything is find your demographic, find out who you want to sell to and make something that's just, they can't
0: resist. Yeah. And, build it uh, build it for them
1: yeah 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 you're building it for them but you know at the same time you know we started building clutch for this group of people and you know what we realized is through our play test and through all of our uh you know the people that have helped us out you know everybody can pick this game up and can have a lot of fun i mean i've had plenty of you know 15 year old girls that have played the game and <laughs> they just you know they, they want they can't wait till the next round and you know, they, they won two out of the five times they played, and, you know, it's, it's really a, a cool thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, once, once you get kind of what you're doing and you have your research done, I mean, it's just the grind. I mean, you know, we did probably 10 different, um, prototypes of this game before we got here. Um, you know, we, we, I just ordered a bunch of blank cards on Amazon, you know, just, blank playing cards and just started writing on them mm-hmm. and that was kind of like the first the first uh way we play tested and kind of got the idea down for what we needed was I just started writing stuff on cards and we built this deck and it kind of but <laughs> really that was how it started
0: so I'm sure there was a point where you and your wife maybe you didn't have the answers for certain things and maybe you found a weakness in, in something. How do you, how do you feel that weakness? Um, do you bring on team members, outsource? Um... Yeah. So
1: I have a huge network like this. This is something, you know, through the racing industry and the show circuit, um, and just, um, <clears throat> excuse me, different, different things that we've been involved in in we have just a huge, huge network. Um, one of our good friends actually, um, is, more, I I would say more of a board game designer than I am. um He's kind of been doing the board game thing for years, and he was one. Of, he was a huge asset to us at the beginning, you know, helping us hash out like, you know, what all these different gameplay specifics of, you know, how do you draw a card every turn? You know, if you draw a card, do you have to discard? Do you have to, you know, do this? Can you move more than one thing at a time? Like. It was it was really a valuable asset to have him around just to kind of guide and and you know walk us through what people normally are looking for, yeah. And so it kind of it helped us out and it it really made us um you know the playable game that it is today. So you know gotcha. he he was one of them and you know we want to do a Kickstarter video and my cousin happens to be a, a film major so he's doing our video and. My other good friend that happens, his car's in the game, is a professional photographer. So he did a lot of photography, and so like it, I'm really one of those like, hey, <laughs> like all, all these people that I know, you know, help me out and and let's do something that's you know really special. So
0: love it. Yeah, I feel like one of the biggest lessons I've learned is don't be afraid to ask. Oh yeah, definitely. Right. I mean, <coughs> you know that's why. Box- podcast for example, like if I never reached out to you, there wouldn't be a show today. So Right, right.
1: Yeah, and it's you know, it's one of those things of you know that that old old saying it's not who you know or or, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Right. But, you know, I've always added to that, you know, what you know lets you know who you know. You know, if you if if you don't if you don't uh you know do anything if you just sit in your house and you kinda don't do much And you're not involved with other people, you know, you're not going to know anybody. So it's uh, I've always been kind of outspoken and I go out and meet people and build friendships quickly. And uh, it's just it's, it's worked out so far.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you just said, um, I got this kind of format from a book that I read. It's mental capital plus relationship capital. Mm -hmm. equals financial capital there you go yeah you gotta have both definitely yeah you you know it's
1: one of the when i when i married my wife um you know my father-in-law he's a he's been in some big places and uh it is just outstanding like (laughs) you can go to any conference in any state in any industry and someone will walk up and be like hey (laughs) he just knows so many different people and um you know it's it's been really interesting the way that you know seeing that how he builds his relationships and how he um you know remembers people it's 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 really uh, inspiring and kind of makes me want to like you know nail down my, my people a
0: little bit better so awesome man well let's talk about the kickstarter and how our audience can maybe learn more about this maybe help you out maybe get a game for themselves
1: sure yeah so our kickstarter um So our goal is to launch uh, tomorrow, uh, which is May 15th of uh, 2018. We're, um, you know, we're going to submit today and it's kind of up to Kickstarter at that point when it launches. So, um, you know, once we submit, they have to go through a a review process and hopefully they do it quickly and we can, you know, launch on our scheduled date and um, that all things go well, that'll that'll happen. And then what's going to, be you know clutch the game is going to be our kickstarter um you can search it if you go to kickstarter.com you can kind of search it there i don't have the exact link yet since it's not live but um you know clutch the game um, on kickstarter is going to be the way to find it it's going to be in the tabletop board game uh section and so what we're doing is um the first fifty backers are gonna get the game for thirty dollars, which is a really good steal. I mean, this game's gonna retail for forty nine ninety nine when it comes out, so thirty bucks is a huge steal, and it's it's a good one to get in if you can get in on the first fifty, and then it'll go up to thirty five for the remainder of the of the Kickstarter, and uh, then we have some other packages where you get some T-shirts and some stickers, and you can buy multiple packs of the game and um, some retail options for, you know, 20 or 50 copies of the game and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, Kickstarter.com and just search for clutch the game.
0: I love that. Now Kickstarters usually have a time limit. Um, what, how long do we have to get in on this?
1: So we'll be, we'll be live for 30 days. So we're going to end June 14th <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, there's, you know, that early bird deal is only for the first 50 people. So it's not, not a time limit. It's more of a, a, you know, numbers. So, yeah.
0: And then after the Kickstarter, um, I'm assuming that we can still get the game or do you have to hit a certain, uh, sales mark to be able to release the game fully? So we're,
1: we're trying to raise 35,000 and that'll, that'll get us moving, you know, we get our manufacturing, um, It'll get us, you know, everything shipped here so we can send out, um, which is ideal for us. And then what's going to happen is um, once we have, you know, if, if we hit our goal, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that we'll hit it. Um, you know, we have a few stretch goals where you kind of make the game a little bit better. You get some some booster packs and stuff like that. So depending on what, what we hit with our, our funding goal, um, so you'll get some extra little, uh, you know, exclusive stuff for the game that come with uh, the Kickstarter for free, and so there's we're we're doing a race card booster pack. So the the game comes with thirty two race cards in the deck. Um, we've we've seen that that seems like a good number, and um, the only thing is when when you're racing and you have like a, quite a few people, um, you know, up, uh, you know five or six, um, it could take a, you know a good amount of time to play. So we say, you know, we're gonna add a booster pack, so eighteen more race cards and just really speed that game up a little bit more. Um, you know, and then our, our big thing is if we hit two hundred thousand with our, our our funding, um we're gonna do two uh twenty four new brand new cars. So we're gonna reopen our submissions and do a whole new booster pack of twenty four new vehicles uh from around the world, in addition to the twenty four that are in the game.
0: Gotcha. That yeah. sounds awesome.
1: <clears throat> so we're we're excited and it's a lot of work, but we're hoping to have a lot of work. So <laughs> <laughs> that'll keep you busy. That's right. So yeah, uh, after-, after the Kickstarter, we're gonna um, just to uh, satisfy the rest of your question, mm-hmm. um, we'll be we'll be shipping by September at the latest, and um, so we'll have everything out and shipping. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, our <clears throat> excuse me our uh, web store will be open for 49.99 um to ha- purchase any additional games plus any of the um, booster packs and anything like that will be on on sale for 9.99 um and then we're going to we're already working on some retail options and getting a couple different stores so
0: That's awesome dude.
1: I'm excited for you. Well, thank you. I'm 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 hopeful.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to throw in one thing that Kind of to back way up. So you went to the art institute. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty cool. I mean for for young kids getting out of high school, they're not sure what they want to do these days. How did you decide to go ahead and follow kind of that path versus the uh, other the other way?
1: I'm an odd duck for sure. The um <laughs> I I've wanted to do this since you know product design since I was nine. Okay. Um so it's just kind of been one of those things that it's like all right, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm just going for it. And, and, uh, I just kind of always believe that if you, you know, put your mind to it and you do what you need to do, you'll, you'll be successful and you'll be able to do, you know, what you want to do. So, um, you know, AI just seemed, I wanted to go to art center at first. Um, art center is a, a huge automotive, um, design school that's up in Pasadena. Um, really great school, but it's extremely expensive and, you know notoriously difficult to get through and uh, when I learned about AI they came and did a thing my freshman year in high school you know a little presentation it was like okay that's perfect like it kind of you're in you're in industrial design but you're going to study graphic design you're going to study you know interior design and you're going to get a lot of different um you know, um, you know tools yeah hmm. different tools and different you know and I, I'm so glad that I ended up going there and um it's really a hands-on kind of thing so a lot of the people kind of complain that you know the professors don't really teach you they more guide you it's more like a master's program in that way yeah and uh, but like to me that's that's definitely like that's how I learned like I just let me do it (laughs) yeah so yeah it's it was really great for me and it 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 really uh, you know allowed me to grow and learn a bunch of really cool stuff and you know get semi-proficient and kind of, you know, you know, many areas. And it's, uh, it's been a true blessing for me. That's awesome, dude. Um,
0: I was just going to let you kind of fill in the last minute or two, if there's anything else you want to throw out there, any ideas um, on entrepreneurship or launching an idea. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's,
1: there's something to creating something, you know, when, when you, When you take the time and you spend, you know, countless hours and, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're staying up really late at night and up really early in the morning trying to get this stuff done. And there's just something about, you know, the end when you're done and you're, it's just, you can see the fruits of your labor. There's, there's nothing that's, you know, better than that. There's, (laughs) there's, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, my entire life I've, you know, when I was a little kid, I took stuff apart and I tried to put it back together and I was pretty unsuccessful most of the time. (laughs) And, uh, you know, somewhere around, you know, 12 or 13, it kind of like clicked and like, Oh, that's, you know, how it goes back together. And, um, you know, then you start designing all new stuff to, you know, fit in the stuff that you took off and, you know, redesign things and do stuff like that. And it's just, it's, it's, there's nothing better than that, that feeling. So, it's yes. it's really you know inspirational to me and I, you know it's there's no there's no wrong way to do it and um one of the big inspirational quotes for me is a, a quote from Steve Jobs of course yep. Yep. <laughs> and um he had a, an interview uh several years uh, before he passed away and he said uh you know your your life is it'll be so much better when you realize that everything around you that you see has been designed or engineered by someone that's no smarter than you. Right. And um <laughs> it it's true. Like I mean, I've I've worked in a ton of different places and I am astonished that half of these businesses are running <laughs> like just with they don't they don't get like they don't get the whole product design thing. Like they don't understand the emotional connection between products and people, you know, that's something that Apple's always been really great with. And, um, you know, it's really been inspiring to me. And that's something that, that I, you know, hold like a cherish is that connection between that product and the way that people interact with it, you know, the way that people emotionally bond to something. So it's, it's, it's really a, a cool thing. And um, it's, it's really a special. So, um, yep yeah and if you uh if you want to follow us um you know we're at at clutch the game on instagram uh, clutch the game on facebook we have a twitter account that kind of just links everything together um but you can still see all of our stuff and um clutch the is our web page and we're going to be updating that today to all of the um information from the kickstarter so you'll have you know gameplay and and all the different cars and you can see who owns and built these cars and Um, really a special thing for for people that are you know interested in the car industry or um, you know even just interested in games in general it'll be it'll be special
0: dude i love it man awesome story awesome product i can't wait to get my hands on the game dude
1: excellent we appreciate it all
0: right brandon um i'm gonna also plug everything and i'll have in the show notes all the links to be able to to contact you so i appreciate your time today brandon and um, thanks again, man. Thank you very much. Podcast listeners, thank you for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Brandon Wines, um, creator of the Clutch Street Racing Board Game. You guys can learn more about the project, the game. Go to Instagram at clutch the game, also on the internet. Uh the website is clutchthegame.com. Also look at Brandon's design firm. At Wines Design on Instagram. A great conversation. I sure enjoyed speaking with Brandon today, getting to know him a little bit. And the game just sounds super cool. I definitely look forward to picking one up. Um, I'm excited to see it and hold it in person. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys go out and follow your passion, create a business, just go for it. Stay authentic. Talk to you soon.